Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And remember when people were worried about the Marvel fatigue? After nine months in a pandemic, that attitude has certainly changed. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Either that or Disney said, we don't fucking care. (laughs) You will watch every fucking Marvel thing we make. (laughs) And you'll love it. <laughs> or you'll pay us for it regardless, so it doesn't you'll matter. You'll love it. <laughs> Do you want to see your family again? Then say you love it. Then you fucking love it. <laughs> well, this is actually a special episode. This is our last minute prepped mm-hmm. Disney Investor 2020 episode. Yeah. It was Disney Investor Day, and we realized, holy shit, there's um, like a lot of stuff here, so we figured it'd be worth covering on a special episode for you guys. Yeah, mainly so we didn't have a six-hour episode <laughs> of DTF. And you didn't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's an added bonus. <laughs> Not to say that it won't be that long cumulatively for the week, right? Yeah. But in, the crazy thing was, I remember like, posting something about the investor day just on the like, there was rumors like oh there might be something about things that are gonna address the hbo max announcement yeah and so i was like oh cool you know thought nothing of it after that just hanging out doing notes getting ready for the game awards of course mm-hmm. which was a couple hours away yeah. yesterday mm-hmm. and of course i get some notification about the investor day so i hopped on looked at it was on for a while watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not an investor, so I didn't get to see all the cool reels and shit like that. But right. Some of it, but not all. Yeah. But I got a lot of uh, interesting information. Yeah. So. Yeah, my phone was blowing up at work like with all yeah. the Twitter notifications. I suppose I could have just done like everybody else and just learned about it after the fact. But yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to waste my day. Yeah. Just so, absorbing all of this. I think I put on like push notifications for things like Disney. And so Disney did a thing where they tweeted, like they live tweeted Mm -hmm. all of the updates for a while. And so my phone was just like shitting its pants all day. Like it was, the battery was almost dead because of how much data it was pulling all day. Just getting all the tweet notifications. I finally had to like turn it over and like silence it. And then Disney was like announcing that they have new phone batteries that you can buy for their notifications. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I knew some kind of crazy bullshit was going down whenever I saw that. But I was like, well, I'm working, so I don't have time for this shit right now. Yeah, I mean, most of it was just obviously for the investors to be like, okay, we're confident in where the business is going for the next year or whatever, many years. There wasn't a whole lot for the people who want to just see cool shit because right. unless but it's, you're an um, investor, you didn't get to. But they had some stuff. Yeah, it's like uh, it was not so much of like, here's your candy. It was, hey, so this house is going to have this kind of candy and this house is going to have that kind of candy. Yeah. And then... It's the prep work yeah. for Halloween. <laughs> and then you're, you won't have candy until this time on this day. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least we know. We, yeah. we can plan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is actually just raisins over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but somebody likes that. Yeah, somebody might want that. Who knows? <laughs> this house is giving out toothbrushes. Don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that became a Halloween analogy, but whatever. <laughs> or why Disney is putting out something that's just toothbrushes. Yeah. I mean, somebody must like them. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so that's what we're here for. We're going to go yes. through everything. Uh, 
some things more in depth than others because yes. some things are just not important. Yeah, and you can tell when we're going really fast what parts we care or don't care about. <laughs> Way to give away our secrets. Oh, <laughs> was it a secret? I mean, not anymore. We're going to try to cover everything that seems relevant to yep. society. So obviously with the pandemic and a lot of businesses shut down for most of the year so far, especially the Hollywood industry, the movie theaters, you know, mm -hmm. all of that is having a big impact. As we referenced, HBO Max had a huge announcement about theatrical releases on their streaming service. Yeah. So that was something we expected here. Yeah. Uh, coming from Disney as a response. Naturally, the core focus of their investor day was streaming, right? Mm -hmm. They are going to really focus on streaming because whether they want to or not, it's kind of a necessity to succeed right now. Exactly. Uh, who knows? This could change in the next five years or so. But uh, as of right now, it looks like that is the core of their focus. So they came out with a couple new bundles. Uh, obviously, we had a Disney bundle for Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus, all... I believe right now it's like eleven ninety nine or twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like they are raising the price by a dollar. Uh, come March twenty sixth, twenty twenty one, you will get all three together for thirteen ninety nine a month. They also added on for those who are interested in the ad free Hulu, which does not come with that bundle. Uh, Disney Plus ad free Hulu, ESPN Plus for eighteen ninety nine. So it's about five dollars more. And really the only difference is not having ads on Hulu. Yeah. Which I assume that means there's no ads on ESPN. Possibly. I don't know. Uh, um, and then for reference here, the Disney Plus base price for no bundle is going to be $7.99 a month. I think right now, is it $6.99? Yeah, I think it's yeah. going up a... No, it might be five ninety nine. Okay. I think it's going up a dollar or two. It's hard. I mean, we got that um, like crazy bundle, the, the that deal thing. So yeah, we're we're like covered for the next two years, luckily, because we did the uh, the pre whatever three year <laughs> right all at once payment thing. Right. So I think it was like one hundred and forty dollars. If most of the stuff comes out, or <laughs> yeah, it worked out for us. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that's kind of cool about just if you're only interested in Disney Plus by itself is that you could. Do a yearly subscription for seventy nine ninety nine. So you're basically paying for ten months and getting to thrown in. So yeah, if you think about the price change, so that's kind of a cool thought if you know you're gonna need it for the whole year. Yeah, we also did the Hulu uh, Black Friday thing where it was like a dollar ninety nine a month for the for, for the next year. Yeah. So we're covered on that aspect too. So mm -hmm. we don't even need to worry about this bundle for no, now. No, not at all. Especially because... But at some point, I... we're probably going to need a bundle, right? At some point, we'll fit, yeah. I don't know if I care that much about ESPN Plus, but depending on the pricing, if it's cheaper to do that than to just have stuff separately, we'll probably look into that, right? Right. But also, for anybody who uses Comcast, apparently the X1 set-top is going to be getting Disney Plus and ESPN Plus available to them come quarter one... 2021 yeah which is exciting because they hadn't they didn't have a deal with comcast yet and so now they finally reached yeah. one all those fucking cable yeah contracts and yeah so i don't know if i think what you were saying the other day when we talked about this is that means basically someone who subscribes will be able to access the application from their set top box 
but they probably would have to maybe subscribe through their cable subscription. Most likely. That's how it is for HBO. Because I think how it is for HBO with Comcast yeah. is you, so, I guess we'll you can't our... just sign in with your service through HBO. You have to, to sign in membership. through Comcast. So yeah. they want to make sure they're getting your money. Yeah, for sure. So I assume that the same issue is going to happen with Disney. Yeah, probably. But yeah, so uh, that's the bundle that they're going for, trying to get people in on these services. They've committed to, I think they said like, eight or nine billion dollars in the next couple years for content for these Mm -hmm. applications yeah right out of the gate they said they had 10 marvel series 10 star wars series 15 disney live action and disney animated animation and pixar series 15 all new disney live action and disney animated and pixar released directly for disney plus alone yeah. So I guess if my math is correct, we have 50 yeah, properties. 50. We have 50 properties that are supposedly going to be coming to either theaters or the service. 30, 40, 50. Yeah. Yeah. That seems that way. I mean, it sure as fuck felt like a lot more than that, but. Yeah. I think there's more. <laughs> that, there's obviously more stuff and we'll talk. We'll see yeah. how that's listed as well. Um, but let's jump into the Hulu. Like Hulu is kind of like the, the first core that they, they focused on. They, they started with. FX Network specifically, you know, the the former Fox, obviously it's in the name, mm-hmm. now Disney owned. They put all that content essentially on Hulu currently as a bonus to get you on the service, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that's kind of how I've been watching certain shows. Like It's Always Sunny and Fargo, yeah. stuff like that. So they announced that they are coming back with more seasons of Atlanta, American Horror Story, Dave, which apparently they said was one of their top shows hmm. being viewed on Hulu. Okay. Uh, and I've heard good things. We haven't watched it yet, but but we'll check it out. What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. Thank God. Probably the best show ever made. Uh, Mayans, which is the spinoff from Sons of Sons Anarchy. Of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's been a long time since that show came out, huh? <laughs> yeah. Better Things, which I'm not familiar with. Something called Snowfall. And also everyone's favorite spy, Archer. So... <laughs> I'd, I'd say doubling down, but they've had how many seasons of most of these shows? So. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> uh, anywho, one thing I did notice was Devs was not referenced at all. So I don't know if that's a show that they don't have plans for any other seasons. Hmm. Maybe that was already announced. But I was surprised to not hear anything about Devs, whether it was getting a second season or not. Yeah, that's a good point. They came out swinging. FX has ordered four additional seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, so that's going to put it at season 18, right? 18. Yeah. This motherfucker is trying to compete with South Park. Yeah. (laughs) They're not Uh, fucking around. Yeah. So this actually gives them a record for the longest running live action sitcom in TV history. I think they tied the record recently. Mm -hmm. And now this is going to surpass it. That's crazy. I remember there was like seasons where you're like worried that it was never coming back. And there was times that were like, it might get canceled. But it's always sunny, coming in strong. Yep. Glad to see that. And they had a couple new announcements as far as series that will not necessarily be exclusive to FX or Hulu, but through the network. Alien is getting a series adaptation based off the, well, Alien property, you know, Ridley Mm -hmm. Scott. Yeah. Who is actually going to be working together with director Noah Hawley to bring a new Alien series to FX. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, this has fuck yes written all over it. <laughs> yeah, it does. I reference I like Fargo. Yeah. This is the guy who did Fargo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also, before that, worked on 
Legion, which I have oh, not. Okay. I think I've gone like mid season on the first season. I have not gone past that. It that's a weird show. It's something you have to really. You gotta really get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll try it again though. So there's a lot of promise for this. Mm-hmm. My only concern is if Ridley Scott is coming back. Uh, he didn't do the greatest with the last few movies, right? Yeah. I enjoyed Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Alien Covenant was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. It had some moments that were good, but it was overall not the greatest. Mm-hmm. So that has me a little concerned. But then again, we watched Raised by Wolves. Raised by Wolves on HBO, yeah. and I fucking love that series. Yeah, it felt like alien all Very. over the place. Yes. So and if there's anything to be said about how that went with Ridley Scott attached, at least to the first three episodes, I think is what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was creatively was involved creative for the whole yes, season. Exactly. So, I mean, I think, yeah, I'm very excited for this. This should be very, Oh, really I, I mean, again, my only also concern is if it is set to a network, mm-hmm. it might not be as, like, scary as I'd like it to be. But, yeah, we, but don't people say, we don't know. We don't know the direction they're going. People so. say good things about, um, I mean, American Horror Stories FX as well. So That's true. People are huge fans of that. I've only seen, like, one or two episodes, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shogun is a new series coming to FX. It was described, I believe even in the presentation, as a Game of Thrones-style series set in feudal Japan. Interesting. And I guess it's based off of a movie or something, too, that's already existed. Okay. Looked good. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, again, we have no real, like, dates for these series that are newly coming, but I imagine they're probably 2022. Yeah. Earliest of... I mean, unless they've been working on them already yeah, for a while. They probably aren't super far away because otherwise, why would they mention them? But yeah. Well, I there's think some 20... stuff in here that I'm like, why did you bring that up? Yeah, that's, that's so true. far away. That's true. Yeah. Um, but again, it's for the investors, right? Mm-hmm. It's for them to feel comfortable with giving them more money. Giving them more money. Yeah. <laughs> they want them to say, shut up and take my money. Yeah. Okay. And also, we have some FX on Hulu exclusive situations going on they talked about um they're also going to be on star which we'll talk about later (laughs) the old man is basically jeff bridges plays a former cia operative who is forced to reconcile with his past i mean i would watch it (laughs) yeah Um, i yeah (laughs) i i'm curious if he filmed this kind of stuff before or after because didn't he have like an announcement that he had some throat cancer situation or some severe that only sounds medical problem familiar so i, I want to say it. it was like mid-pandemic like it okay. was not too long ago but long enough that like did they even start this show yet like i'm just curious yeah. if that's gonna have any kind of yeah that's a good question problematic issue with this series yeah i guess we'll google it after we're done here perhaps yeah <laughs> or i'll just wait and see yeah um american horror stories plural mm. Uh, they're going to do an anthology series spinoff of American Horror Story. Okay, so each episode is going to be its own thing? I think so, yeah. Okay. I was At first when I looked at this, I was like, I wonder if it's going to be like the 50 States of Fright situation on Quibi, which would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But like Also, longer. I hope that comes somewhere. Yeah, I so hope Disney, so too. why don't you fucking bring yeah, that to figure it out. Hulu or something for next Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, and then Platform is a scripted anthology that BJ Novak has created, which is described as using bold issues of our time as a jumping point to tell character-driven stories. Um, BJ Novak was from The Office and yeah, he was a writer a and also was Ryan. Ryan, who, yes. Uh, if I'm correct, started the fire. <laughs> yeah. 
this one is interesting to me. Reservation dogs. First of all, I love that it's bouncing off of Reservoir Dogs. I think that was the, yeah. the cover was pretty. Yeah, it was great. Um, it's a comedy series about four Native American teenagers growing up on a reservation in Oklahoma. And it's co-created by Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi. So see, well, when they first announced promising. it, I just thought it was just like a reality show about people living on a reserve. Yes, I was I like, I didn't realize oh, it was great. a comedy. Don't care. Or and that Taika Waititi was involved in it. Yeah. And so now I'm like way more. Yeah. Interested. When I first saw it, I was like, that's weird. And then I saw Taika Waititi's name. And I was like, holy fuck, that's mm. going to be good. Um, and then also why the last man based on um, the comic. There's a comic. I don't know if it's exactly the same name or. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've not read it myself, but I've heard really good things yeah. about it. And it'll be starring Diane Lane, which I didn't know she was still around. That's cool. I haven't heard of her being anything in a while. Wasn't she in something with Kevin Costner recently in theaters? Yeah, probably. I say that as though theaters were In theaters? No, okay. (laughs) There was a time, there was a short couple weeks where the theaters came back in certain states. Yeah, that's true. And people were going to movies. It was around when New Mutants came out, right? Fair. Because remember, I was like, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> theaters are not open. Everyone's saying they're going happening? to the movie in the theaters. Yeah. But they're not open. I don't get it. Yeah. It's because we didn't get theaters open. Yeah. So. Because we can go fuck ourselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> if it means my safety, I'm okay with fucking myself. No, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I masturbate <laughs> for my health. Thank you. It's for my health and safety. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> don't judge me. Just taking care of myself. <laughs> Some self-care. Self-care treatment. <laughs> yes. Uh, some other Hulu updates. They have some you know, other shows that they've added that are exclusive for Hulu. Um, Handsmaid's Tale is already a show that's been a thing. It's been renewed for season five. And they announced that season four was coming in 2021. So just anybody who's into that series, you got more coming. Oh, now that we have Hulu for a while, yeah, we I have might check to, that out because yeah. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been interested in it. I hear yeah. it's pretty heavy, though. So you gotta, Yeah, I know. you got to really take your time watching it, I think. Can't yeah. binge it. Right. Uh, but as far as new Hulu originals, there's something called Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Interesting combination. Yeah. Not quite sure what it's about. I was in, but it's got and I was interest. in, and I was like, oh. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see how it goes. I, mean, I don't know anything about her. I just... She all doesn't, she doesn't that, match. All I know is she broke uh, Bieber's heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another show called The Dropout, which tells the story of the con artist Elizabeth Holmes, starring Kate McKinnon. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for this one. Now, I thought this was interesting that it's worded as the con artist. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel, Disney. <laughs> It's that, not wrong. That said, <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. And I was like, when we watched that documentary on Hulu, I was like, I don't fucking understand. Yeah. How do people just be like, oh, she's cured cancer. Yeah. With this theoretical thing that no one has any proof exists. Yeah. Even though she didn't finish college and has no medicine experience. But anyway, I digress. Well, it just seems weird that there's like no like science be like that need to be proved that yeah. it existed because it's all about was... how you say what you're saying hmm. yeah i see hence the con artist part huh exactly another series called dope sick a drama series featuring michael keaton rosario dawson and peter sarsgaard that sounds like it could be good i have no idea uh, what it's about but the cast sounds well good. I, yeah right and i mean rosario dawson mm-hmm. no surprise there right yeah. i wonder if that was included in her dealings to get on other Maybe. Shows. 
Yeah. But I'll leave secret right now. Yeah. Just in case. Others may not be caught up on, yeah. on it. Yeah. Nine Perfect Strangers, a series starring Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they haven't cast the other seven, it seems. Yeah. Or maybe they're just not big names. <laughs> uh, we want to take bets that this is going to be some kind of like Big Little Lies type thing with Nicole Kidman starring in it. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it seems like that's her thing now, right? Yeah. Hella dramatic. Ships yeah. going down between yeah. a group of people. Yeah. I hope it's going to be like um, Desperate Housewives or something like that. Yeah. But like <laughs> more intense. Yeah. <laughs> like for adults. Yes. For adults. Wasn't that for adults? I mean, it was on ABC. I just assumed it was for stay-at-home moms. Yeah, it is. Or technically adults. It is. <laughs> or guys with girlfriends who really liked the show. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no need to get defensive. <laughs> It helped develop who I am today, I you know? S- I see. <laughs> uh, and, of course, you know, everyone's uh, least favorite. The Kardashians have signed a new contract under a multi-year deal. But why, though? So they will be on Hulu giving some new shows, a.k.a. the same fucking show they've had for the last 15 years with a new name. I don't understand. Weren't we all really excited that they were finally canceled and then now they have another deal? The fuck, guys? I. I don't know. Uh, I'm here. Cur- I'm curious. At what point is it going to be like people don't care to watch them? Like, how old are they going to be before there's no care to see them in a show? Probably whatever age you are when plastic surgery stops working. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a valid point. <laughs> I mean, imagine it won't get better. Yeah. So. I hope it's sooner than that. Because <laughs> I'm pretty fucking tired of seeing them and yeah. hearing their names. Somebody lives to like. 140 yeah turn on the tv it's the kardashians for fuck's sakes (laughs) they're older than me yeah going along with the hulu the espn plus is something that you can get and they did reach a 10-year agreement with the southeastern conference sec uh college football so starting with the 2024 season they will have all games available to view through ESPN Plus. Yeah, the SEC uh, package. Until then, there will be select games available that will hit on the 2021 season for college football. Okay. Season three of a Peyton Manning show called Peyton's Place is renewed. So that's, there a, were, that's a thing. There were seasons one and two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no idea. I think two might be like coming out soon, if not mm. already. Uh, there's a nine-part docuseries about Tom Brady's journey to each of his rings that he's won over the many years. So does he have the, nine the rings? The Thanos of our time. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be called Man in the Arena. Okay. And then, of course, early 2021 will bring integrated access to Hulu for the ESPN Plus app. So you will not need to have separate apps for Okay, so it'll be kind of like Amazon Prime. If you get HBO through Amazon Prime, you just go to your channel or whatever. Exactly. Okay, got it. It's going to be like a a tab kind of thing like they do with Disney Plus and all that. So it's just for ease of access for people that have both. Okay. Also, I'm sure it's to encourage the person who has one and not the other to just get both. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I mentioned Star earlier. Uh, Just a quick rundown on that. Star seems to be, from what I can tell... Uh, a Hulu substitute for some parts of the world that are not the U.S. Basically places that they don't have Hulu. 
Yeah, I guess seems it's like, the, it seems to be the international. Yeah, some parts of the international market have it. Um, it launches in select overseas markets in February of 2021, and it's a fully integrated part of Disney Plus with its own little tile. So, like, it's called it a brand. They call it a brand tile, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you can click on National Geographic, you'll be able to click on Star. <laughs> um, and they're gonna have a, a wide array of general entertainment from that studio, which will supposedly double the content catalog and then star plus is a standalone streaming service of star stuff that is getting launched to latin america in june of 2021 which is going to have both general entertainment content and live sports um so yeah star star plus disney plus hot star which is apparently a thing too those are essentially going to be hulu for outside of the u.s it seems like or places that don't have hulu Okay. Yeah, there there has to be some kind of legal reasons why Hulu is not seemingly available yeah. outside of the U.S. or yeah, I've, surrounding I'm gonna countries. admit I don't fully understand the situation. It but... seems like it would be the easiest route to just be like, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then everything's put there, and then it's not an issue of who has what, because there's like what Disney Plus stuff that isn't even out in certain countries. Yeah. I know the Mandalorian didn't even come out for a while. Because yeah. they, I don't think the service was even out for certain countries, right? Right. So, yeah, it seems like it's basically just Hulu for the international market. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then also National Geographic, they talked about a few new things that are coming in that area. Uh, there's going to be a documentary film about Jacques Cousteau that'll be in theaters before Disney+. Plus. So, I guess, I'm assuming that's for sometime next year. They didn't give a date. Um, and then also to Disney+, Plus, they'll be giving us Secrets of the Whales, A Real Bug's Life, America the Beautiful, um obviously basically about the animal either about whales so about bugs <laughs> your, your typical your typical documentary national geographic animals. stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah um and then also there's going to be limitless with chris hemsworth i know they're just trying to thirst people into getting to going and watching this but i mean he's got his shirt off most it's of the not, time right it's not gonna i fail. was even like huh yeah okay <laughs> well well i look like that if yeah, i can, just watch if i just watch it yeah <laughs> Uh, basically it looks like Chris Hemsworth goes and does a bunch of crazy shit to try to supposedly quote unquote hack the body to live longer, be healthier, whatever. Mm-hmm. Seems kind of gimmicky. I don't know. Yeah. It, the description sounded really cool. And I was like, eh. watching the trailer, I was like, this feels like it's just kind of, hey, watch Chris Hemsworth hang out with his buddies and do like, and like crazy. Go swimming in really cold water. Athletic things. Yeah. And then like <laughs> act like it's science. Yeah. So, so uh, maybe it'll be pleasantly surprising. Either <laughs> way, busters. Either way, you're gonna have. Am I right? Okay. Either way, you're gonna have Chris Hemsworth with his shirt off, so it can't really I do mean, badly. <laughs> I can't even be mad at you for saying that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Hell, um, Fat Thor is like a step up. I'm. <laughs> and then also, Welcome to Earth, which stars you guessed it, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) he goes um to some places around the world and like to crazy exotic places basically one of them is like he's like chilling around a fucking volcano yeah and then they get like pop some lava out and they're like oh we gotta go yeah (laughs) and then then he's like under the surface of the ocean or whatever and he's just like basically will smith talking about nature i guess It, it seems like it's just him going and doing cool experiences in nature yeah. and yeah that's it, uh, it, it feels like it's just the same concept as the chris hemsworth show but, but a different take it's more about nature less than it thirst is a, trappy and more yeah like of an yeah yeah 
Hey, but at least he's not just like talking about how is ice cream made and yeah, oh look God. at this cool sneakers. Um, that was a really bad show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. These the names of these shows made me laugh, and I was like, okay, is there gonna be uh, eventually a under the sea? Yeah, <laughs> seems like there should be. So, and of course, that's all part of Disney Plus. If you have that, Disney Television Studios, they have a few things down the line. It looks like they're all headed to Disney Plus, from what I understand. Uh, as far as live action series debuting in 2021, The Mighty Ducks Game Changers is one of the announced shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels, based off the trailer, like it's Cobra Kai. Yeah, it does. But, but for hockey. hockey yeah. Which is not a which bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it caught me off guard. Yeah. Uh, it seems like the basic premise is the Mighty Ducks have become like this elite luxury team to play on. Right. And that you have to be the best of the best to be on it now. Yeah. And so it's basically turned into the team that they fight against mm-hmm. in the Mighty Ducks movies. And so now yeah. a new team is going to be built yeah. to take on the Mighty Ducks. Yes. It's got potential. Yeah, I mean, you're going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got some returning cast members, mm-hmm. it seems. So I'll check it out. Yeah. Another show was very similar looking. Big Shot. It looked like it was a basketball-themed show about mm-hmm. a... Guy who comes in to coach a all-girls team. Mm-hmm. What's his name? He's from Full House. The Bob attractive Saget? one. No. Oh. <laughs> I said it before I, you I... said attractive, just to be clear. <laughs> I really hope that you doubled down on that. Yeah, Bob Saget. <laughs> Uncle Jesse, is that who you're talking yes. about? Yes. Run... John Stamos. Oh, I don't know. I was thinking an R. <laughs> oh, because he was married to, what's her name? Assuming he's Rebecca Romaine. Stamos. Stamos. Yeah. No okay. longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Re- Re- Rebecca remained not Stamos anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's Saget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no explanation there, obviously, needed. Moving on. <laughs> um, He is the coach. It's obviously going to be very, like, wholesome and stuff. It's on Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I kind of wish it was a live action hoops because it felt like it could have been that kind of thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, that show got canceled. Yeah. And it's, and it's animated, so. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, we have the Mysterious Benedict Society. Not really sure what that's about. Okay. I think it's based off a book. It is. It's based off a young, young adult book series, and I'm slightly intrigued now because I just found out. It looks like Tony Hale is going to be in it and Kristen Schaal. Okay. Some, yeah, so. Uh, they also announced Turner and Hooch is coming back as a series. Okay. I don't know if they announced anybody in that one, but that's based off the old movies. Assuming it's not something else from before those movies. Do you think it's going to be a real dog or like a CGI dog? Uh, I don't know. Hope it's a real dog. It's probably going to be a real dog. I imagine. Better that way. It'd be easier on budget, right? Yeah. And then they had a few other series that didn't have dates for, but they were presumed to be 2022, I would think, at least, for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, they're in development. Okay, so Swiss Family Robinson, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, and Beauty and the Beast... It's a prequel mm-hmm. to the live action movie uh, right. starring Luke Evans and Josh Gad. Exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> so it's going to be focused on those two characters of Gaston, Gaston and, and Gastoff. No. Oh. <laughs> Gaston and LeFou. LeFou. Yeah. <laughs> I pity LeFou. No. <laughs> Hire me, Disney. What are you waiting for? <laughs> All right, so I they have a lot of shows coming to Disney Plus in the next few years, it looks like. Assuming that everything works out mm-hmm. and there's no delays. 
Yeah. Um, they're trying to cover all bases, it looks like. Yeah. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, I'm sure, is a kid's thing. Yeah. But I'm kind of interested because... Yeah. Mythology. Greek mythology. Yeah, of course. Right? Duh. Uh, Swiss Family Robinson, that's a deep cut, right? Yeah. Uh, they're bringing that back. Yeah. Probably, you think they'll make it like a uh, Lost in Space kind of feel for the net, like the Netflix show, but like on Earth? That would be cool. Which I guess Lost in Space is based off Swiss Family much. Robinson. Yeah. So, full circle there. <laughs> I was like, did you do that on purpose? It's like it's like the argument of uh, Tomb Raider versus Uncharted, which, uh-huh. which did it first. Yeah. <laughs> They also have a ton of uh, Walt Disney Studios motion pictures productions. Have actually a, a ton of movies coming to Disney Plus as well. Uh, Pinocchio, starring Tom Hanks. So, did we know about this? I we knew there was a, a but Disney based Pinocchio. But did we know about Tom Hanks? No. Do you think he's Geppetto? <laughs> I, that would make the okay. most sense. No, he's the donkey. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he's gonna be. I mean, he's gonna be voicing Pinocchio. He's, I don't know. He's the real boy. Okay, you don't know. I mean, it's it's possible. Maybe he'll eat a lot of food and be the whale. Maybe. <laughs> uh, then we have Peter Pan and Wendy. Jude Law is gonna be Captain Hook in this, and Yara Shahidi will be Tinkerbell. Um, that's interesting to see okay. Jude Law as Captain Hook. Now, I'm torn with this because this seems like a pretty cool cast so far. Mm-hmm. But do we need more fucking Peter Pan adaptations in the world? Yeah, we. I said, feel like every year there's one. We've definitely said this before, so you're not wrong. Uh, but I'll reserve judgment because Jude Law is going to be in it, and I feel like mm-hmm. he's going to do a job as. Also, I'm a little surprised he hasn't been Captain Hook yet. Like in my yeah. head, I feel like I've seen him as Captain Hook somewhere yeah. in the world. It seems like he would have been. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we're going to have Disenchanted, which will be a sequel to Enchanted. Okay. Amy Adams is returning as Giselle. It's like Enchanted, but the opposite. Yeah. (laughs) That was the pitch. Yeah. Um, And then, as everybody is probably already aware, Hocus Pocus 2 is in the works. And so that's what they Mm -hmm. talked about that one as well. Um, and then Three Men and a Baby, a reboot of it, obviously. And Zac Efron's going to be one of the men. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I think we like these two things we did talk about. We talked I think, about that in our, yeah. uh, one of our episodes. Yes, um, these are not things that were like surprises; that they were just no. confirmation. Yeah. Um, so I guess it was nice to see that. Yes, they're just confirming stuff that we've yeah. already heard about. This was something I hadn't heard about. Uh, Sister Act three. I didn't know that was happening. Did you? I've heard rumblings about it. Okay, so Whoopi Goldberg is returning, and it'll she'll be co-producing with Tyler Perry. So I don't know how I feel about that, but sure, why not? You think Medea's going to be in it? I hope not. Medea Medea joins a convent. Yeah, she's like (laughs) in the the choir group with her. Yeah. Oh, man. And there's also um, a reboot for a reboot of Cheaper by the Dozen with Kenya Kenya Barris and Gabrielle Union, which I feel like I'm trying to remember what Cheaper by the Dozen is. It's like a family that has a bunch of kids. Oh. There was like a movie remake or something like with the... Tom Weldon, is it? Welling. Welling. The guy that played Superman in in Smallville. Yeah. He was like one of the sons and Mm -hmm. stuff. Steve Martin, I think, was the dad. Okay, yes, yes, yes. I remember that. If I'm correct. I don't... Yeah. I actually didn't watch it. (laughs) Secretly, it's your favorite movie. (laughs) Fuck, they're odd to me. (laughs) No, I was was picturing Steve Martin in my head, but I couldn't, like, really figure it out. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, And this one's going to be good. Hopefully. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. 
It'll be a hybrid live action animated movie. I mean, did you see the voices? Yes. I'm about so to tell you. So how can it not be good? I'm about to tell you about the fucking voices, okay? It's going to be John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. There's literally no way this can fail. It's yeah. going to be so good. So they need to make the, was it the Lonely Island yeah. boys or something like that? <laughs> the Lonely Island. That's just it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> they need to adapt them into being in, like that group. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that would be hella good. Um, they also have a couple of, uh, remake type situations. They have animated takes coming on Night at the Museum, which is coming in 2021. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Didn't have a date attached. Uh, that's going to be animated, right? Yeah. yeah these, these are, are all, all these are all okay. three animated takes on the original or yeah. theme. And then the third one is Ice Age, Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, which will be starring Simon Pegg. And we're expecting it early 2022. Okay. So it looks like I'm going to have to assume all of these properties are going to be smaller budget things that are for the service, not so much your typical big scale live action remakes. That would be my assumption. Like Pinocchio, as well. Peter Pan. I'm assuming will all be. There's so many. Not what you would expect, like The Lion King and Aladdin right. and stuff there's like that. There's so many Peter Pan properties at this point. Like, there's no. Problem. And it would make sense, right? Like, their goal is to like get content on the service to get people in, but they don't want to lose a bunch of money. Right. So they're probably trying to. I'm sure their strategy is to get a a a balance of a lower budget, but enough that keeps it looking like it's a really fucking theatrical feeling experience. Yes. Yeah. Um. But they've gotten pretty good at understanding. I mean, I don't know how you would compare the budget, but at least with the Mandalorian, we've seen it looks really fucking good. Uh, Well, their budget's gone way up with the second season. You could just see that in the first couple episodes. True, true. But even the first season looked really good. So if they're obviously figuring out Mm -hmm. where that sweet spot is, I think. Um, And then they also previewed some of the films we already knew were coming. Uh, Jungle Cruise, which is... At this point, we're expecting it in July of 2021 to theaters, right? Yeah, I think it was, it was yeah. supposed to have already been out, I believe. Yeah, it was delayed. supposed to have been released already. But. Um, and then Cruella, I don't know when that one's due, but it's sometime next year, I think. Yeah. And, and then the Lion King prequel, but there's no date on that one, as well as The Little Mermaid. And I'm pretty sure all of those are headed to theaters, but it's kind of unclear. Yeah, I assume The Little Mermaid is. I think yeah. that they're putting a little bit more... Yeah. Emphasis on that one. Which makes me think it's not a Disney Plus thing. Right. Hopefully we'll get lucky and they'll do uh, that, like, premiere access thing mm-hmm. at least. Or maybe the world could just fucking go back to normal. That'd be good, too. <laughs> and then Walt Disney Animation Studios has a couple of things coming. And Kanto, which we're expecting November of 2021, which has songs in it by Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's really hot right now. Um, and Ry- Okay. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> well, not like attractive you know like he's like popular i mean i hope that you didn't mean physically because you said right now (laughs) which then makes you really conceited no uh i meant like he's popular right now (laughs) because he did hamilton and he's done a lot of other things recently he did um mary poppins and whatever oh he's that guy that guy yeah the one that's in the uh the not golden compass is that what it's called well that's (laughs) one of the names it's the his dark material yes the porno i think it is yeah that's the one (laughs) The porno. (laughs) The porno. All right. Anyway, um, and then Raya and the Last Dragon, which is coming, uh, they're going to debut it simultaneously on Disney Plus Premiere Access and in theaters, March of 2021. Okay, so I want to make a point here. So 
or not live point. I want to highlight this. Okay, so this is telling us that the HBO Max announcement with all the stuff coming to theaters mm-hmm. is not changing Disney's strategy, at least with some movies. Yeah. Because this is just some animated movie. Honestly, I think I've heard of it, but I have had no experience with what the fuck this is. Same. And they apparently are confident that they can sell it, it on seems- the service versus putting it on. Yeah. Like they are with other stuff. Yeah. So really, they, they have no intention, it seems, to... I guess not they don't have any intention, but they are not concerned with competing yeah, with H- HBO Max. Yeah, well, Warner Brothers slammed their dick on the table and Disney was like, okay, but didn't compete. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it. it's not the same. Yes, there's a lot of content coming. We're mm-hmm. getting to that. But I don't think they did the same thing at all because we're still having to pay extra for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm... Probably not going to I mean, pay we're, not, for that. we're not going to, but we would if we wanted to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody will, yeah, obviously. Someone will, yeah. Um, all right. So, Walt Disney and Animation Studios also has Baymax, Zootopia Plus, Tiana, Moana the Series, and Iwaju, which is being produced in collaboration with the Pan African comic book company Kugali. That might mean okay. something to someone. I don't know who they are, but it seemed cool. Um, those are also in the works. But I don't have information on whether those are coming to Disney+. Plus. I mean, the series obviously would be. I mean, I, the only thing the I recognize ones. on this list... Well, I recognize two of them. But the only one I care about is Zootopia. Yes. Uh, Same. Moana I know about, but I've never seen the movie. Same. Yeah. Definitely have no interest in the series if I've never yeah. even seen the movie. Yeah. So, obviously I'm not the market for that. Clearly, yeah. But, but yeah, there's some things coming from that studio and it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah. What the, we've basically been seeing so far is they have variety. They have a lot of different things that they are trying to put out there on the service. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're even leaning into Pixar animated studio with the animation studio. Uh, Luca is slated for a theatrical release in the summer of 2021, and they kind of highlighted that with the trailer. Yeah, we've talked about that one before, but they mm-hmm. brought it up again just to remind us it still existed. Yeah. Another thing called Turning Red Reminded me of Inside Out. Uh, it's about a 13-year-old girl that, when overwhelmed, turns into a giant red panda. Slated for theaters in 2022. Uh, I have to point out, I'm pretty bummed about this one because when I first read the information about it, somebody tweeted it and said it was a giant red cat. And I was like, what? Okay. Who are they? Let's yeah, cancel them. Yeah, fuck them. But I don't remember. I have to find it. But <laughs> Okay, well, make sure we cancel <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, we have to make sure they get canceled. Because I was so disappointed to find out it was a panda. But if I hadn't known about the cat in the first place, the panda would have been fine. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, I get <laughs> it. It's like being like, hey, you want some mint and chip ice cream? But like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we only have vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been fine with vanilla. But now that I want, now that I have mint mm. chip in my head, yeah. I don't fucking want vanilla. Yeah. yeah. I'm still so. going to eat it, but... <laughs> Again, we need to cancel this guy. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to work on that after we're done. Uh, Lightyear, which is a nice twist to a character that already exists in the Pixar world. Uh, it's an origin story for the hero that inspired the toy of Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. Very cool. So it's going to be voiced by Chris Evans and slated for theaters in 2022. Uh, also from the co-director of Finding Dory. Which was good. Yeah. Uh, Win or Lose, Pixar's first long-form animated series debuts on Disney Plus, fall of 2023. So that's the first one on this list that looks like it's actually going to Disney Plus. Yeah. Everything else is like, we plan on being in theaters. Yeah. Which, they're far enough away that it's possible. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. You would hope, right? Uh, which, again, kind of highlights that Disney does not plan to 
need to stay on streaming and that they they have their goal to get back in theaters yes okay so that's most of like the i don't want to say filler stuff but the stuff (laughs) that's not quite the side dishes my exciting (laughs) list of things to talk about let's get into the entree yes uh so (laughs) lucasfilm uh kathleen kennedy was there to talk about all of the properties coming from lucasfilm a couple things that are not Star Wars related, but uh, most of them were Star Wars related. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so let's get the fuck into that stuff. Yeah. Obviously, we had The Mandalorian currently. Uh, they plan to have two more series based off The Mandalorian that's going to be developed by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Uh, one's going to be called Rangers of the New Republic, mm-hmm. which it feels like is going to be based on the character Cara Dune from The Mandalorian. And then slight spoiler warning, if you're not up to date on Mandalorian, just skip ahead like five minutes. I don't know. A minute. Two minutes. What do you think? <laughs> it's a long time. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I have a bad judge of time. You tell me. Oh, like a minute or two. A minute. Yeah. Skip ahead okay. a minute or two. And then also they have Ahsoka is going to be a live action series by yes. itself, which yes. they've basically set up in the Mandalorian as far as we can tell. Yeah. We've. So it's not really a surprise. That's kind of what they it's do with Disney properties. It's been rumored or discussed before, yeah. Is each show is always there to set up another show, it yeah. seems, at this point. Yes. So these will be two new shows coming out by the creators of The Mandalorian. Uh, and one of them will debut on Christmas of 2021. We aren't sure which show it is. Yeah, but she just it's... said the next chapter debuts. So, so like it could be one one of those. We're not sure. One of them will be on Either Disney one will be great. <laughs> next Christmas. So yeah. look forward to that. And then the this section, they had kind of this screenshot of characters from Star Wars properties. Yeah, they had a, like a backdrop with a bunch of different characters yeah. that they um, were highlighting as their, you know, just kind of like, hey, look at all these Star Wars characters. Yeah. While she was talking about stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of noticed something. I, it, I Maybe I'm making a whole lot out of the nothing, but every character but one of them was associated with a Disney-created uh, property in the Star Wars universe, obviously. Mm-hmm. So the only one that didn't seem to be from anything that Disney had any actual hands-on work with mm-hmm. was Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu. Okay. Everybody else was either from the, the, the sequel trilogy or from The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Or from the animated shows. So it had me thinking, what if Samuel L. Jackson is coming back as Mace Windu with some kind of Disney property? That would be pretty cool. Either he's getting a show along the down the line, but they haven't announced it. Or he's going to be a part of some other show. Maybe Kenobi. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't necessarily know that he's dead yet, right? Right. He, I mean, yeah, it's implied, but never saw a body. And, you know, Star Wars. Yeah. Anybody can come back, as we've learned. <laughs> Very true. Plus, again, spoilers, we do have rumblings that there's a Jedi that could appear in The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just curious. Maybe he's that Jedi. Yeah, that would be really cool. And of course, there's been like a bunch of other rumblings of like who it could be. People said Luke Skywalker could be somebody they could have. Sebastian Stan, people were saying, could play him in The Mandalorian or something like that. Right. Um, Ezra Bridger is a character who is from the Star Wars Rebels animated show. He could be in there. Uh, there's some of these newer video games. Fallen Order has a character, Cal Kestis, that could have been a character. So it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could even be Starkiller uh, from the older video games, Force Unleashed. He's technically dead, but depending if it's canon and all that stuff, they could easily change that, right? Yeah. 
So, anyways, it was just something I noticed about Mace Windu being mm-hmm. there. It could be nothing. It could just be like, hey, Samuel Jackson, he's associated with Disney. Right. Throw him on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up on the Lucasfilm slate, they have Andor, which is going to be a spy thriller. And Diego Luna is going to be returning to play Cassie and Andor. Um, and it'll be, it's created by Tony Gilroy, who was the writer for Born, the Born Identity films. They began production two weeks ago, but says streaming soon. So nobody knows if the word soon means what Disney thinks it means. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think soon to them is like in the next two years. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> is that just their way of getting out, out of putting a date? I don't know. So really. It's probably just their way of making the investors think that it's sooner than it is. Yeah. I don't know. So who the fuck knows when that's coming out? But it looked pretty cool. I'm interested in that. You want to bet that the this is going to be how he meets the robot? Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I, what's the robot's name? I don't fucking remember. But the robot in Rogue One, Rogue One that's yeah. got the sassy attitude. Yeah. Sassbot 9000. Sassbot 9000. That was definitely her name. Yeah. <laughs> it was a he. Oh, right. That one. Yeah, you're Sorry, talking about, I'm thinking about Solo. Yeah. Get your properties in Sorry, order. my bad. I was also thinking of um the one in, oh, in the, the VR, VR game. game. Played, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, they're doing that, right? Yeah. It, it's going to be so. the story of how he met that robot yeah. and, and rewired it to yeah. fucking work for them, right? I really hope so. That's the one where he says, no, I don't remember. But anyway, I remember like, I'll it. be here for you. Yeah. He said I had to. Cassian right? said, said I had, I had to. to. Okay, Something good. Like That's that. the one. Yeah. yeah. Cassian said I had to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fucking hella good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. That'll be some of the best robot riding in the definitely in the series, I'd say. <laughs> um, also coming up, there's going to be an Obi Wan Kenobi series that is starring Ewan McGregor, and Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. Yeah, so we knew the series was happening. Yes, obviously that Ewan McGregor was coming back. Mm-hmm. What we didn't know was that they are going to tie it into having Darth Vader back. Yeah, let alone having Hayden Christensen come back as Darth Vader. Yeah. That's very surprising. Yeah. I mean, I know he's kind of deemed as not liked, it yeah. seems, by the hardcore fans. Yeah. Um, I have a soft spot for the prequels because I was so young when they came out. And, mm-hmm. and my uncle would bring me to see them in theaters and stuff. So I have a I have a love for those movies, whether they are enjoyed by others or not. But, right. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this. Yeah. So we're going to get another face-off between the two. Yes. And it's going to take place uh, 10 years after the Revenge of the Sith. Do you think that Darth Vader is going to approach him with the high ground this time? <laughs> I mean, he better not make the same tw- same mistake twice. You'd think. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> K2SO, by the way. K2SO I finally, I finally was remembered. The ro- was the robot. <laughs> yeah, best robot. So good. Okay, also coming up is Star Wars The Bad Batch, an animated series, um, which is about the Specialist Commandos of Clone Force 99. And we knew about this show. Yes. It was already announced. Yeah. Um, again, they treated Clone Wars last season that they created as basically a backdoor to create other shows. Mm-hmm. So that's what this basically is. Yes. And then also Star Wars Visions, which is a series of animated, like literally anime short films, which they said were going to offer a fresh cultural perspective. Not my favorite art style, so I probably am not down for this, but you might like it. Yeah. So they're... Going to actual big name studios mm-hmm. that produce anime, yeah, and they're having them make these shorts, and mm-hmm. they're going to have a basically an anthology of shorts that yeah. are based around Star Wars characters. I'm hell of 
excited for this. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Yeah. And then uh, Lando being created by Justin Simeon, who is known for his work on Dear White People, which I guess is very well received by a lot mm, of people. So. Yeah, I guess. Uh, they yeah. seem like it was a... It seemed to be a big deal. Yes. It seemed like um, people were excited. I don't and know And of course, Lando it. was one... I, that's probably one of the properties I was like, oh, I don't think anyone expected that. Yeah. But it makes sense, right? Yeah. Now, my question is, do you think that it's going to be uh, Don Glover? Of course. Uh, I mean, okay. if well, it we, wasn't, what's the fucking point? Well, just I didn't know if they were going to do that exact... That exact Lando. I mean, he was deemed like the best part of Solo by most people, right? Yeah. Or, I don't know about Lo. I, I don't have By a stats, lot of people, but yeah. By people, it seemed like... <laughs> you don't have the whole cold hard I, facts? <laughs> you know what? Show me the I'm, numbers. I'm going to just stop talking, because I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, a lot of people really did like him. It feels like he was one of the popular characters in that mm-hmm. movie. Yes. Yeah, of course he would be back for that. Yeah. Like, he was like the one trying to be the character, wasn't he? I... Wasn't there like a whole fan casting for him oh probably i don't is that how it came about i don't know (laughs) i'm not gonna claim to know about you don't have the stats then i don't have the cold hard facts on that one (laughs) Uh, um also coming up is the acolyte a mystery thriller from leslie headland who was the creator of netflix's russian doll i haven't watched that but i keep meaning to um and this is basically the story is someone dealing with emerging dark side powers in the final days of the high republic era so it's probably gonna be pretty cool i think this is the so female-led like, series that's what i was wondering I, I think it is so is it gonna be like a prequel to the sith coming back maybe some star wars fanatic out there is like this fucking idiot <laughs> he doesn't know the the years of blah 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 <laughs> you are correct i do not <laughs> And finally, a droid story, which introduces a new hero to be guided by R2-D2 and C-3PO on their adventures. Um, I don't know if it's a droid story because of R2-D2 and C-3PO being in it, or if the new hero is also a droid. I'm curious about that. I. It sounds like there's a new droid that they want to be able They're to like merchandise the ropes. and sell mm-hmm. and be all cute. Yeah. And they're using those two to introduce the character yeah uh the final thing that we have for disney plus is actually not a star wars property but it's being worked on by lucasfilm they are revisiting willow um they're bringing back warwick davis to return as the title role and it's going to be a series obviously and they're beginning filming in wales next year but it debuts on disney plus in 2022 yeah, and this is another property I think we all already knew existed, right? Yes, so, yeah, but they're just confirming yeah, it and giving us a date. A lot of these things were just like either updates or we had rumors, so we kind of knew it was happening. Yeah, yeah. And for Lucasfilm's theatrical slate, the next installment of Indian- the Indiana Jones franchise will be directed by James Mangold, who di- directed Ford versus Ferrari, so that was pretty fucking good. Yeah, um, so and- we can expect him to drive long periods of time <laughs> maybe um and harrison ford is obviously coming back to play indiana jones um this one begins production <laughs> what is he gonna have like, a whole conversation about the perfect adventure probably <laughs> <laughs> uh it already happened lord of the rings thank you <laughs> um this begins production late spring 2021 and we're expecting the release to be july 2022 uh children of blood and bone which is based on a book by tomi adiem 
Well, this is pretty heavy, huh? Yeah, it seems pretty hardcore. Um, <laughs> and the general basic story is a young African girl's quest to return magic to her people, the Magi. Um, I don't know anything about this, but it sounds pretty crazy. Well, they obviously are confident enough that it should be a theatrical release, huh? Yes, yeah. And there's going to be another Star Wars film to be written and directed by Taika Waititi. So. I completely forgot about this yep. one until they reminded me in yeah. this event. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that, too. Pretty much anything he puts his name on, I'm like, yep, sign me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and also... What We Do in the Empire, I think, is the name of I it. Hope, I hope it is. I mean, if it's not, I'm going to be disappointed now. So thanks. <laughs> oh, just... I'm an idiot. What We Do in the Shadows of the Empire. God damn it. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I recovered-ish. Yeah. And Rogue Squadron will be the next film in the Star Wars franchise officially, which will be releasing on Christmas Day. I'm going to tweet that to him. Yeah. I'm going to tweet... Taika Waititi. He's not going to fucking KO respond. No, yeah, but it'll be fine. But I'm going to send that to him. Yeah, please do. Okay. Rogue Squadron, which we've been... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Try again. And uh, here's the one everyone was waiting for, I think. Rogue Squadron will be the next official film in the Star Wars franchise. Where, uh, the release is supposed to be Christmas of 2023. God damn, that's far away. Um, and it'll be... <laughs> yeah. So now they're going to give us all like... FOMO that we're all yeah. going to die before yeah. these movies and, yeah. and shows come out. Yeah. I mean, I hope we all make it to this point. It'll be uh, directed by Patty Jenkins, and it's going to be about a new generation of Starfighter pilots. Obviously. Yeah. Pretty on brand <laughs> with Rose Squadron, right? Yes. It's, it's a game franchise. Mm-hmm. I think they probably had some books. I, we actually just bought the new one for VR, right? The EA game that they just made. Yes. I haven't played it yet, but... Um, so they're clearly leaning into that brand of Star Wars. Very cool. So what we've basically established, it seems, or I should say what Kathleen Kennedy has basically established, mm-hmm. is they are putting a lot of fucking focus on Star Wars now. Yeah. And with the exception of the few movies that they've already had in production, they are really aiming to make Star Wars the Disney Plus series property yeah definitely at least for now yeah there was a lot of emotions involved with the latest sequel trilogy and and (laughs) spinoff well i mean i don't know how else to word it uh people have been very vocal emotional about yeah what they feel star wars should be or has been or will Mm be yeah uh and it's like politics now yeah don't talk star wars at the dinner table yeah Listen to it on Dissecting This Fiction. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's Star Wars. And you guys are all very welcome because we uh, have not been watching the latest episode of The Mandalorian, which yeah. is the second to last episode because mm-hmm. we've been recording this yeah. for everybody to have so, sooner than later. Yeah. Hopefully it pays off. Yeah. In that people listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Apple calls us. Uh, we're shutting you down. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't worth it in the end, was yeah. it? Yeah. But Star Wars is not the only huge fucking thing that we talked about, or that was talked about. <laughs> you fucking nailed that. Shut up. You fucking nailed it. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> yeah, that's what Apple was saying. Marvel. Well, fucking Marvel. They Marvel Studios, they came out swinging real hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, not with their fists, but their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple They dicks. were helicoptering. <laughs> they were shirt-cocking it around. Yeah. <laughs> 
So obviously presented by Kevin Feige, the man, the man behind the MCU. Yeah. Uh, came out with a bunch of news. Uh, most of it felt like it was updates to what we already knew, but there was some surprises involved. Mm-hmm. So we have coming out with WandaVision, which was just a basic verification of January 15th for that property. Mm-hmm. It feels based off the newest trailer that they showed, like it's kind of like a Truman Show thing, which we kind of had a vibe of that, but like it feels mm-hmm. a little bit more concrete that that's what this is. Yeah. It feels like she's probably being held there by shield for whatever reason and she doesn't realize it subconsciously Mm -hmm. she's just living in her own world yeah um and i think they're trying to monitor her or keep her i don't know her powers down like just keep her distracted from trying to destroy the world i'm (laughs) curious if she's out like she's emotionally unstable since yeah end game yeah that's what i was thinking and too. and this is like their strategy to try to keep her from destroying the, like kind of like you said destroy the world like yeah maybe she's out of control she might just like try to rip everything apart because she's so distraught mm-hmm. yeah or even unintentionally rip um, things apart and so i mean my thought is like maybe this is kind of like a prequel to doctor strange and this is going to be something that like she escapes by the end of this and, mm-hmm. and this is going to be how they introduce her into Doctor Strange. Maybe he's got to go after her. Mm-hmm. Or um, maybe S.H.I.E.L.D.'s after her and he's got to help her not get killed. Yeah. Or kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Make it the fugitive. Yeah, but with superheroes. It was the one-armed witch. <laughs> but leading into Doctor Strange, Feige said that Doctor Strange will have a connection to Spider-Man 3 and it's going to be a big tie-in mm-hmm. between movies. Yes. Uh, obviously, Doctor Strange comes out after Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. So that means whatever happens in Spider-Man 3 is going to have some kind of impact. Yes. Going into Doctor Strange. Which also, then does that mean Scarlet Witch will have some kind of impact on Spider-Man 3? I would think so. Maybe indirectly? Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if we hear that she may have some kind of a cameo role in that as well or something. Yeah. And we are... So Sure as fuck getting some cameo rumors all over the place with that movie. Uh, But we'll save that for the real show because that's not something that was announced here. So Spider-Man is scheduled for December of 2021. Doctor Strange is March 25th, 2022. So uh, they did confirm, uh, aside from all the Spider-Man stuff, that America Chavez to be played by Sochi Gomez in Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness yeah so they confirmed the character will be in the sh- in the movie and who's playing her yeah which cool. again we had a lot of speculation yes uh, and also she's a character who who ties into creating portals mm-hmm. for the multiverse mm-hmm. so that's probably going to be something that she is introduced in to allow dr strange to get back or some form of yeah opening up the mcu mm-hmm. wider i don't know if this was announced at any point before this, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier is getting a March 2021 release date. Yeah. So did we know that already? I don't remember if we knew that or not. I feel like we didn't know that. I feel like we just knew it was 2021. Yeah. Yeah. And shortly after that, they just confirmed Black Widow is going to be May 7th, 2021 in theaters. They made that very clear. It is a theatrical release still, mm-hmm. uh, at least right now. Yeah. Which was very shocking to me that uh-huh. they didn't even... Hint at the idea that it could come to Disney Plus, yeah. Whether it be premiere access for thirty dollars or more, yeah. It seems like it's they are just like this is going to be a theater release, yeah. 
was interesting that they didn't really address that. I want to jump back to Falcon and Winter Soldier real quick because they did give us a new trailer. They did. You're right. Yeah. And it was just kind of interesting because you didn't see Falcon using the shield. And they made a very clear comment in the beginning yeah. that, I don't remember what he, he said. He said it's got a complicated history or something yeah, like he, that. he was looking at the shield in like a museum case and yeah. said, uh, yeah. the shield has a complicated history or yeah. something like so, that. So like you and can see that his wings had a very clear like red, white, and blue situation They going definitely on. gave him a new look that was yeah. closer to Captain America. Yeah. But I think it's, it definitely seems more like, obviously the title should have, should have indicated that already, but... It clearly seems like it's going to be like a buddy show. Not, it does feel like yeah. it's like a road trip between him yeah. and Winter Soldier. Yes. Right? Yeah. Bucky. Bucky. Um, which you kind of can see in the movies. They, they kind of played off of hating each other and then yes. slowly kind of growing a bonding through the through the movies. Yes. And they kind of reference that in this where he's like, I hate you. Yeah. But like it <laughs> felt like it was more friendly banter it's one of those things where you tell one of your best friends to shut the fuck up like you love them but yeah (laughs) they're being dumb and i will say too from what they showed cgi in that looked pretty good yeah it looked pretty good i'm 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 excited for that yeah i feel like they showed zemo with the mask on and it looked pretty bad if that's what that character was yeah otherwise it might just be some random henchman guy but yeah the mask looked bad it didn't look good at yeah, all. Yeah, I agree with that. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. They also gave us uh, another trailer or I guess a trailer. Like, yeah, we had a teaser, but this uh, is like yeah, an actual Yeah, this is an trailer. actual trailer, finally, for Loki, the series. This one we're expecting May 2021, which is actually coming up fairly close. So I'm pretty excited about that because uh, after seeing this trailer, I have more of an idea what this is supposed to be. And I mean, it's still a little confusing, but... I'm, I'm more intrigued now because it's not going to just be Loki as himself the whole time. So it's presumably going to be after Black Widow, right? It I just would says imagine. May 2021. And if Black Widow is May 7th, then yeah. it's likely got to be later in May, right? Probably, yeah. They might not have solidified the date yet because we're not sure about society. I don't know. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, like going yeah. back to Black Widow, it's yeah. like all... Signs are pointing to maybe this should be a, a release on yeah. streaming. Yeah. And not just because I really want that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I obviously do. Because we do want that. But it just feels like it, come May, if, if it's not looking like theaters are open enough that it's worth releasing there, uh-huh. you're going to have to consider a Disney Plus, even if you're charging for it. Exactly. But so with this trailer for Loki, we kind of got an idea that he may be... He seemed like he was going and doing different things and had different uh, it, disguises or personas that he was portraying. It felt like James Bond meets Sherlock Holmes to me. Meets like... Um, it felt like they were trying to go for like an action spy, but also... But like traveling throughout time. Yes. Doctor like, Who, I guess. Yeah. Ish. But he looks the same in every single... Um, but like Legend if, of Tomorrow. If you remember though, he... <laughs> Was supposedly rumored to be playing James Bond at one point in oh, one yeah. of the newer films. <laughs> okay. So maybe this was some kind of take on that idea mm-hmm. of like, maybe he wants to be in that kind of a role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still couldn't get a vibe on whether he was the good guy or the bad guy, but you never really can with Well, him. he was the anti-hero, it looked yeah. like, right? Yeah. I, I mean, they've turned him into that character. Yes. He's the baddie. Yeah. 
who that you, who love. you love. Yeah, you want to root for him, <laughs> but, whether he's evil or not. Yeah, and he of course turns good overall in the MCU. Yeah, and then they give you that end end game twist of oh, but this is not the one that you've learned to love. This is the one before he was good right yeah but now it feels like oh but they're making him kind of the good one again yeah unless it's going to be like he's devious but he's learning to be the good one again yeah who knows i'm just excited to see what they do with that series so it looks like they're gonna, it's going to be all over the place and a lot of different stuff going on. i'm a little disappointed to be honest oh, really? i'm i don't hate it but like i'm kind of like oh it's not as exciting as i thought it was going to be i guess for me it was he was getting mischievous and jumping around time right fucking with things well maybe I adding think like he hi- might maybe adding that. humorous twists to like historical events but like it feels like this is like loki the time cop well yeah i feel like he he may it's kind of we kind of got the vibe that he might be having to work for the time variance authority that's right? what it feels like it doesn't feel like yeah. he's like at first it looks like he's a prisoner but yeah. it seems like something's going down and he needs to prove his either innocence mm-hmm. or He's in debt to them to work for them. They have to, they make him into their one man suicide squad. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Is there going to be like some kind of like lock on him? Yeah, like a like bomb in his neck. He can't escape and do yeah. what he wants. And that's yeah. why he's working with them. It just feels yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully it's going to be good. Yeah. Obviously, Tom Hiddleston is great as Loki. Yes, definitely. Um, we've seen aspects of him where he's wearing the outfit and mm-hmm. stuff and. We have all these rumors of characters that could be, like, variants of him. So yeah. maybe that's playing into the multiverse. Yeah. We'll see. And we yeah. know that it does tie into Thor to some aspect, right? Yeah. So we'll see. Yes, definitely. Uh, also, What If, which is, if anybody remembers, an animated series which reimagines key events in the MCU and how they could have ended differently. This is coming summer 2021, and we got kind of a... Was it a teaser or a trailer? It was like a trailer. trailer it was a straight yeah. trailer, I'd say. Yeah, and it was cell shaded, which was pretty cool. Like, it think... was very interesting art style. Yeah. In my head, each episode was going to be a different type of art. Yeah. Per episode, for, yeah. depending on what they were doing. Yeah. This whole thing looks like it's just a 3D cell shaded looking animated thing. Yeah. Uh, and it looks gorgeous. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of like the Transformers Netflix show that's currently on. Mm hmm. But obviously more detail to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited for it. I, this was probably one of the most pleasant updates I think we got, mm-hmm. for me at least. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Because the concept sounded cool, but I really didn't know what to think. But looking at this, I was like, yeah, I could watch this. My only complaint is summer 2021. Yeah. Like, that late? Like, I feel like they announced this a long time ago. It feels like something they should be able to have done that's true. It is animated. Especially so. since they don't have to have everything done at once. Yeah, but they do have a lot of the, the key stars come and actually being yeah. their voices. So and that that's might be another, why. that's another thing. Oh, I, if I recall when they first announced this, Chadwick Boseman was doing voices, I believe, for, for the character. Yeah, I think he was. In this, for at least some of it. Mm-hmm. Presumably he's recorded that? Presumably. I... Like, otherwise, they're going to have to change that up. Yeah, they may have um, to. Either way, that's going to hit hard, I think, for some people. That's going to be hard to, 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 to hear his voice if he did do it already. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to not hear his voice. Yeah. Just a reminder of, of his sad story, you know? Yeah. But it, it's looking like a good series, so yes, we'll see. Yes, definitely. Uh, and we got Marvel zombies in there. Yeah. Like, to use us a, a zombie Captain America. Yeah. It's very interesting. 
And then just they kind of reminded us that Miss Marvel is coming. There wasn't really like yeah, and this is the again that, a, D, but, yeah. a Disney Plus series. Yes, they announced the casting of Miss Marvel. I don't know. Iman Vellani. Thank you. I was just about to say that. Yeah, um, and there's a few other people that they they're in kind of in talks with, and yeah. there were some other people that are working on the show. Um, but the main the main news was Iman Vellani, and then they showed the some kind of clips talking about how they. Like, they showed the clip of when they told her that she got the part. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another sh- series we already knew about was Hawkeye. Obviously, we knew Jeremy Renner was coming to that because that was, like, highly highly uh, advertised. And he's teaming up with Kate Bishop, who is played by Haley Steinfeld, which I, this is another thing that we already knew as well, right? Yes. We knew that they were casting her, but then I don't think it was official for a while, and then... Then I think it was official, but then there was talks that she may be leaving the project. Uh, but she's in. There's there's photos out there of yeah, her yeah, on yeah. Set, set, in the outfit. Like, yeah. she's good to go. Yes. It's happening. Yes. Yeah. I, I have no idea when that's coming out. But no. Yeah. Presumably in 2021. Probably late think, 2021. Yeah, for sure. And She-Hulk, we've talked about this a couple of times because there's been vehement denials of this casting multiple times. But it is official. Tatiana Maslany was confirmed to be the star. She'll, okay. yeah. So like we suspected, she yeah. was just playing dumb because yeah. she wasn't supposed to let the the news out. Right. Not that she did, but she was. She had she to was deny supposed it. to deny it. Yeah. Um, they also talked about Mark Ruffalo will be guest starring as Hulk, and Tim Roth will be returning as Abomination on that show. So that's kind of fun. And that says a lot because mm-hmm. that means they are treating the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. As though it is a part of the MCU, which it is a part of the MCU, but it does feel like that one. It's like the the ginger stepchild, yeah, the redheaded stepchild, (laughs) yeah, that you just don't talk about, like the Punisher, which was a part of the MCU Mm -hmm. and somehow disappeared, yeah, all of a sudden, and we just don't talk about it now, yeah. So I'm really interested to see what they do with Tim Roth because I, I mean, is he going to be the full on abomination character that we see by the end of that film is he going to be somehow recovered to an extent like maybe some kind of mid human mid mutated gamma creature or is he going to be human is he going to be in a prison cell is he going to be out Mm. in the wild like in the wild (laughs) i mean we kind of joked when we saw this you know and the more i think about it it might be true what if she hulk is the defense lawyer for the abomination in some kind of <laughs> yeah long-term court fiasco dealing with the last movie that he was in. Yeah, that's a that's a I mean, she is take. a lawyer. Yeah. I believe even dealing with superhero or superpowered beings. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it's possible. Maybe this is like more of a, a court drama series based off the character. <laughs> yeah. Ally McShe-Hulk. All right. um maybe i don't know anything about she hulk but based on the animated stuff that you've seen is she always green yes okay so that's the difference between her and hulk is she is always angry yes (laughs) but somehow happy (laughs) she's actually just green when she's She's happy she's just permanently she's like a bigger green person okay but she's absolutely normal like as a person except just very tall and strong yeah okay yeah Got it. I wouldn't want to be on the other end of her Kegel exercises. All right. <laughs> or Just, like, would I? Just, snap someone's dick off. Or would I? <laughs> it 
It's like in the movie Teeth. Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought of immediately as soon as I said that. And to wrap up the Disney Plus uh, series, they talked about, or that we already knew about, they talked about um, Moon Knight, which we also had heard about before. And it is about a vigilante who suffers from dissociative personality disorder. So I didn't know that part about this character. Yeah. Did they... Did they confirm Oscar Isaac being the character ever in the news? I don't think so. Because I don't think they even referenced they didn't that talk about it at all here. in no, this event. they didn't. Which yeah. would be something that they would have they said. They would definitely have said it if it was confirmed. Because he's kind of a big name right now. He's a big deal, yeah. Okay. He's kind of I a big deal. I don't know if you heard about yeah. him. <laughs> he's basically Ron Burgundy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he is a very popular character mm-hmm. right now. I think they've really focused on him. And I'm interested to see what they do with that. Yes. With that series. Uh, so that, that's a lot of updates for stuff that we already knew about. Uh, but they did have a few that are just absolutely came out of nowhere series for Disney+. Plus. Yeah. The biggest one, I would argue, is Secret Invasion, which people expected to happen at some point because of the Captain Marvel film. Yeah. But in a movie form. Right. Maybe an mm-hmm. Avengers event, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, they've decided that Secret Invasion is happening on Disney Plus as a series starring Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu. <laughs> Something tells me that's not correct. Oh, right. From they had the, they had to change his name to Nick Fury because yeah. of legal issues. I think. Right, right. And Ben Mendelsohn is coming back as Talos, the lovable Skrull. Yeah. Of Captain Marvel. Very cool. So. Here's my thing with this, though. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be something similar to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Not that it's going to be low quality. I just feel like it's not going to have these big name characters in it like people think it's going to have. I think it's going to be more focused on maybe what's leading into a secret invasion. Right. Rather than the secret invasion itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we're going to see a lot of big name characters. We may see a couple cameos. I assume that Captain Marvel will make some kind of a cameo appearance, but I can't imagine she's going to be a significant role in this. Right. Uh, she's going to be off fighting crime in space. probably introduce the sword division mm-hmm. in this series if they do not do it in Captain Marvel 2. Which, another question is, which will come first? Presumably Captain Marvel 2 will, right? Yeah. So, anyways, I think this will be obviously a big setup for making future films, but I don't think it's going to have a big presence as far as characters being utilized from their other properties. It might be a good place for them to introduce new characters. Exactly. Yeah. Because they've got their two big anchors. The thing, here's the problem with Secret Invasion, is it's such a crazy story, and I feel like if they don't do it right, comic spoilers here. Tony Stark is a big part of Secret Invasion. Uh There's a point where he doesn't even fucking know whether he's a scroll or himself. He's that fucked up in the head that he thinks he's a scroll because of all of the intermixings of Mm -hmm. all of these fucking people cannot trust each other. All of these characters, these superheroes, like they don't know whether they're scrolls or human. They have this all out war between the scrolls and they're just... There's just people are dying, scrolls are dying. Yeah. And people are betrayed because they don't know who's a scroll and who's not. Right. Well, I'm assuming they're just gonna have to shake up who the heroes are in the story. Obviously, Tony Stark's not gonna be a part of it. But yeah. like 
I can't imagine what I'm saying is I can't imagine they're going that route of having all of this big action of scrolls attacking superheroes and taking over their identities and stuff. I think it's going to be very subtle and more of a, we don't know whether that person's a scroll or not, but yeah, like it's up in the air and then you'll probably learn in a movie or something. Like, I don't think it's going to be as intense as the comic was. All right. I guess we'll see. Yeah. But speaking of Tony Stark, a Ironheart series was announced starring Dominique Thorne as genius inventor Riri Williams, mm-hmm. who is essentially the current Iron Man. Yeah. But it's a girl mm-hmm. with a heart of iron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something tells me that's not her tagline. Mm. Well, <laughs> I don't shade. I actually don't know, but it should be. Yeah. Again, Disney. Yeah. Hit me up. Yeah. So, I mean, this is very clear, right? They're just trying to replace the Iron Man character mm-hmm. with somebody younger and... Relatable. Relatable yeah. to, like, a younger audience, right? Yes. Um, to a new audience. Yeah. yeah. And not not that Iron Man wasn't working, but... Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> they want to continue that type of a character... Yes. ...in a new form. Yes. Because that's just how it goes. Absolutely. I'm pretty excited about this one, but I don't quite know the character that well to, like, know what to expect. Yeah. I, I do know... That her suit has Tony Stark's voice as its AI. Oh, cool. So that has me wonder, Hmm. could Robert Downey Jr. come back to voice the AI voice of the suit for the series? a good question. That was not obviously announced or else people would be losing their shit. Yeah. In their pants. In their pants, yeah. (laughs) But it does have me wonder if that's a thing. Right. Or maybe she starts out not having that kind of AI voice and mm-hmm. then you know over time it updates and then we get that kind of feels moment yeah you know as, a, as an audience when it happens yeah um but also is, is she gonna have his tech like in the comics or is it gonna be strictly her own right right I mean really I feel like they did Spider-Man what they what was Ironheart it seems like is you know give him his tech and be the new Iron Man-ish character mm-hmm. um to an extent, obviously, they kind of took that away after the last movie. But, yeah, this one I, I'm really intrigued by. I, I'm really curious what they're going to do with this character. And I think that they're obviously setting up uh, a Young Avengers or some kind of a thing, right? They're bringing all these younger characters in. American Chavez, yeah, Ironheart. Yeah. Um, they're uh, setting up for the uh, Fortnite crowd, I think. Yeah, yeah are they all going <laughs> to just floss? I mean, they probably will. They're gonna floss their. You've they're, seen, like, they're gonna fucking... floss the villains into chains. Yeah. Into handcuffs. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, both Secret Invasion and Ironheart will tie into the films, which I don't think is anything that's shocking, right? The whole concept is they all tie in, right? Yeah. But like I was saying, I think Secret Invasion is going to set up like the subtle implications of things that we will see in the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be an all-out Secret Invasion storyline. Yeah. Really, these series seem like they're just kind of transition points for the movies they don't seem like they're intended to be multiple seasons right yeah the secret invasion one i can see being a multiple season event though i would hope it is because like mm-hmm. you said it's a fairly complicated situation yes so there's gotta it, be multiple it depends stages. how they're gonna handle it like are, are they gonna do a big scale thing like that are they gonna do like a smaller thing that's why i feel like it's more like an agents of shield type feel obviously all i saw was a 
thumbnail logo but in my head they're kind of in the background kind mm-hmm. of thing not so much the forefront of the avengers were you right know, the, the agents of shield were in the background and i feel like this will be that kind of a thing okay well i guess we'll see uh another series that they announced is armor wars this one is actually going to be starring don Cheadle as war machine and the premise is what happens when iron man tech falls into the wrong hands so I had no idea that War Machine was getting his own series. Yeah, this was one of those surprises yeah, as crazy. well. I think there was rumors that he was in talks to be in one of the shows. So yeah. it seemed like this was what it ended yeah. up being. Yeah. What's his name? He must be kicking himself. <laughs> right. Uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence. Good okay. lord. Yeah. So Terrence Howard yes. has to be kicking himself, right? Right? Yeah, he has to be. To I think. Mean, he wanted more money. He could have had more money. <laughs> yeah. What do we want? Mo money. How do we get it? Shutting the fuck up and letting Marvel make the movies. Yep. It's funny because after Iron Man 2, I was like, oh, man. Because I feel like I liked Terrence Howard better. Mm-hmm. But then after that, everything after that, I was like, okay, no, Don Cheadle was better. Well, Iron Man 2 is a weird thing because they were really trying to sh- shovel in a lot of different threads for the MCU overall. Yeah. And that's what made that movie a little bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah. But I still liked that movie overall. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I just, I still had that. I I wanted... I want my bud. I want Terrence. I want my bud. <laughs> I want my bird. Yeah. <laughs> and this was a, a fun announcement. I had no expectation of coming. Guardians of the Galaxy, they're going to be doing a holiday special. Like, and this makes perfect fucking sense, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. If what property would be the perfect thing for that? If they don't decorate, like, this is like the Star <laughs> Wars holiday thing of the MCU, right? Right. Yeah, That's yeah. what this is. Yeah, yeah. If they don't put like tinsel and and fucking ornaments on Groot, they're idiots. Oh yeah, like so. like a Groot tree, <laughs> yeah. a Christmas Groot tree. Yeah, a Christmas Groot. Um, Rocket so, just like <laughs> crawls around them. Yeah, Rocket stands on the top. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's going to be live action. James Gunn is writing and directing, and they're shooting it during the production of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Which is so, going to be smart. You're yeah, absolutely. save so much money. You already have them Two in costume. Two burns, one stone. Yep. Yeah. Just be like, okay, quick, before you get out of costume, let's just go film this other scene real fast. I imagine it's going to be no more than an hour. Yeah, I, I would agree Probably with be that. like a 45-minute thing, right? Yeah. Maybe half an hour if they really want to cut it short. I'm thinking an hour if they're smart. It like, would be, a, it would be an hour. Time. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and this is going to drop Christmas of 2022, supposedly. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. again, FOMO. Hope yeah. I'm not dead. I know, right? Uh, and something else they brought up was I Am Groot. They're going to have a series of original shorts. Okay. Do you think it's just going to be like a bunch of shorts with people saying I Am Groot over and over again? Maybe. <laughs> It's possible, you know? Yeah. Anything's possible these days. Uh, I feel like they already have something like that already in like an animated form. I don't know if this is going to be animated then, presumably. I think so. And is it it's baby group specifically, or is it any form of group? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't have an answer to that. Sorry. Mm. All right. Well, the rest are basically all just updates on shit we already had announced. With one exception. With one exception. But we'll get into that last. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings basically just established that they are done in in post-production and they are releasing July 9th, 2021, which we already knew. Mm -hmm. So just kind of reassuring everybody. Yeah. 
uh, Eternals, nothing new. Again, mm-hmm. November 5th, 2021 is their release date. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel 2 had a little bit of news. Miss Marvel will be joining the film. Uh, and we will also see a grown-up Monica Rambo who will also be playing a role in the WandaVision series. Yes, yes. So it will be interesting to see how those tie together. Mm-hmm. Um, will, these, will these take place around the same time then? Or will Captain Marvel presumably be early 2000s? No, I think Captain Marvel 2 is going to take place after because it's a grown-up Monica Rambo, And I think that Monica Rambo is going to learn to... Or come into her powers during what's it called? Okay. Well, then I guess that was that mean then that WandaVision is after Captain Marvel two then? Or no, before? no, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I think so you it, think WandaVision is before? I think WandaVision is before because and that's going to be her having her powers yes, and control of them and like kind of getting further control of them. Gotcha. Yeah, that's my suspicion. Well, I'm assuming Monica Rambo is going to be a agent of shield working because in the trailer they show her yeah, yeah, yeah. show up to the door like she's just like saying hi or something yeah I don't know. that's a good point and it feels like she doesn't know who she is but monica knows who scarlet is right and so i feel like it's her basically being her i don't know agent nanny yeah and she's just kind of like monitoring her yeah that's a good um, point so I don't know about the powers part. Like, maybe she doesn't have powers. Maybe she does. Yeah. Maybe Captain Marvel 2 is going to be where she gets those powers. Yeah, true. But she's going to play a role in WandaVision. Yeah. Again, we have no idea. Yeah. I'm still standing by WandaVision being before Captain Marvel 2. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, And then, of course, Thor Love and Thunder has had the biggest rumors that Christian Bale is playing a role in the film. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess actually they confirmed that at some point. Yeah, they just didn't but say it's what. But conf- we've confirmed officially now that he is playing Gore the God Butcher mm-hmm. in Thor Love and Thunder, releasing in 2022. I don't know if we had the exact date of that. I think they moved it at some point. Yeah, I couldn't figure out the exact date. I want to say it's shortly after Doctor Strange, but either way. So Christian Bale is confirmed to be playing presumably the baddie. Which plays a big role in the Thor run where Jane Foster becomes Thor. Mm-hmm. Which, is pres- it seems like that's what they're going for as well in this, right? Yeah. If IMDb is to be believed, it's February 11th, 2022. Okay, so it was pushed back to 2022. Yeah. Um, Black Panther 2, there's a little bit of news on that. Uh, they, they have chosen not to recast T'Challa after Chadwick Boseman's passing. Yeah. I was a little confused on what they mean when they say that because Mm -hmm. the character would have to exist. I know we've talked about this in the past, how they could do it without the character. But it's kind of like that you have to have the mantle thing, right? You have to have a character who is the Black Panther. It may not be T'Challa. Right. But you need to have a Black Panther. Yes. So my interpretation of this is T'Challa himself is no longer there and he will have disappeared off screen in some way, whether he's passed or just off on some other I, thing. I would imagine it's not going to be he's dead. It's going to be he's out doing some other mission. Some yeah. What other reason he's not there. Yeah. And then... Um, and when time passes and they feel comfortable, they're going to recast that character. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless they just completely bypass that and just yeah. have... I'm thinking they're going to have Shuri take the mantle. Which has been the biggest rumor. But we also have had these stories of problems with her deleting her social media yeah. over some 
controversial things that yeah. people were upset about. And, I mean, we didn't really hear anything about whether she was taking the character mantle as Black Panther. Right. It would, it would be assumed that's the case unless we hear otherwise. Yeah. So I don't know if Disney would have any kind of change on that, depending on how that turns out, because it seemed to have been a bigger thing than I thought it was. Yes. But either way, I feel like this is going to be interesting. So Ryan Coogler is writing and directing still. He's coming back. Um, obviously, he's making big changes because of the passing of yes Chadwick Boseman. And I feel like they referenced that they were going to continue and explore the world and characters of Wakanda specifically as an approach to this film rather than having Black Panther be the big role of it. Yeah. But again, they, they'd have to have the character, right? Yes. So, we'll see. I just... I think you're trying to split hairs. I just... <laughs> I guess in my head, I'm like, so is Black Panther physically going to be in the movie? Like, a character who has the costume on? Of course they will. But it just won't be T'Challa. It'll be a different person. Okay. Because they could theoretically do the character without recasting by never having the mask off. No, And it's because... completely a double. No, they're not going to do that because they said they're not going to recast the character. But that's not recasting. Yeah, but it is, though. It's not, though, because but you're not giving a name to the actor who's playing him because it's presumed it's just the same guy. But if but it's not. So I, I'm fairly certain what they mean is that it's going to be a different person and a different person in the universe who is the Black Panther. Someone else is going to take the mantle, whoever that may be. Okay. All right. Well, I don't I mean, think they're going to do some weird workaround like that. Because that would technically be recasting, even though they're not showing their face. It's still a different person playing T'Challa. And I don't think they would do that. Okay. When in Rome. Yeah. Or Wakanda. <laughs> uh, Blade. They just brought up that that's still a thing. That yeah. was basically it, right? There was yeah, no, they were there like, was no oh yeah, news. guess what? We're still doing this. Yeah. Yeah. We are following through. Yeah. With something we're we announced actively working years on ago. this, we promise. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, The it's got a new title. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Is the official title. Is the title. Yeah. For Ant-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. Director Peyton Reed is coming back. Catherine Newton joining cast as Cassie Lang. So they went with a different character, or a different actor for mm-hmm. the daughter. Yeah, I assume some time has passed, so they had to choose somebody who was a little bit older. Unless it's not. No, because Endgame was like back to back with Ant-Man 2, right? Yeah. It was like right when it happened. No, no he was it wasn't. in there for a His long time. His daughter grew up, but you only saw her for like five seconds. Plus, he would have been in there by himself. Yes. So, yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. We're good. And Jonathan Majors is coming in as King the Conqueror, which was big news when it was announced. Mm-hmm. And yeah. of all movies, this one? Yeah. So it's very interesting. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be coming from the quantum realm that's like a smaller world. And then, you know what I mean? As opposed to being in space. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be from a different dimension altogether. Mm, that's an interesting concept. I mean, we know he's from a different time. <laughs> yeah. So, I I really enjoy the Ant-Man films. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. Especially because it feels like it's going to be a big setup for other stuff. Yeah. Uh, specifically, Doctor Strange. It's got to have a, some tie to that, mm-hmm. right? Multiverse, yeah. Quantum Realm. It's all, like, related. Yes. Okay. Do you think it's going to have some kind of a wrestling theme to it? No. Because of the mania part? Yeah. No, I don't. You think they're going to have like a Hulk Hogan? No. Yeah? You don't think Kang's going to be like, we have time travel. And then Ant-Man's going to be like, well, we have a Hulk Hogan. 
No. Brother. No, I don't think that. <laughs> and then he hands him a taco. Yeah. A wise man once gave me a taco. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it. That's all the updates as far as shit we already knew about. Mm-hmm. The one new entry in this entire thing was Fantastic Four was announced with John Watts coming from the Spider-Man franchise to direct Fantastic Four, Marvel's first family. But they didn't talk about any details. They just were like, this is going to happen. This is, you know, it's like you see in E3 where they'll announce a game that's not coming out for three to five years. Yeah, they give you a couple breadcrumbs every six months. They give you a logo and say it's coming out someday. Yeah. Keep your pants on. That's what this was. It Mm -hmm. was get you hyped because you're, I mean, we already knew this was happening. We knew this in X-Men, which was not referenced yeah, once. Conspicuously there not was mentioned. No X Men announced or even referenced mm-hmm. in this entire thing. Uh but WandaVision may have some kind of tie to that we'll we'll assume, right? Yeah. But yeah, so Fantastic Four is a thing. It is announced. It's official. And that's gonna be interesting to see. Uh hopefully they do cast John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as the Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Yeah. If we're lucky. I that mean, would that be would be a cool. really good casting. Yeah. They have to be hella quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to wake up Dr. Doom, of course. Yeah. Or else he'll unleash a bunch of creatures on the world. Yeah. Tie it all together, you know? Yeah. You already have two movies made yeah. by that point. Yeah. What are you doing, Share Disney? universe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that's it. That's all the news. Like, that's everything. I. Are you sure that's it? It was only two hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for one, but yeah. here we are. I, I do want to go over a little bit before we leave this special episode, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so again, we referenced HBO Max having their theatrical releases all announced, going to be on the streaming service for 2021. Yes. It's probably going to be the future, right? The Theaters, we seem, we feel like theaters are kind of dying, right, after this? They may be, yes. According to Disney's plan, this is not, their, their goal is not to miss theaters anymore. Right. But... I kind of want to go into like the differences and, and like uh, how did Disney respond to that announcement or did they respond to it? How do you feel about that situation? I mean, I personally feel like they they said, oh, we're going to give you some stuff too. But it, it just seems kind of like apples and oranges. It's you're not really uh, Warner Brothers was like, here's all these huge fucking properties that we already have been expecting to be in theaters. And they were like a big fucking deal and we're going to give them to you on the service that you're paying for for no extra cost. Then Disney comes out and is like, oh, we have some shows and a bunch of cool stuff for you, but it probably wasn't ever going to go to theaters anyway. There's a couple of things that may have gone to theaters that are now going to be available on Disney Plus, but we then we have to pay extra. It's that premium shit. Yeah, so that's kind of where I was feeling with this is. Disney had the luxury and convenience of having a lot of shows that were going to be on Disney Plus before the pandemic. Yeah. And so I feel like they didn't really have to flex against HBO Max and put out shit on the service Mm -hmm. that they weren't already planning to. Mm -hmm. Because those Marvel shows, the Mandalorian shows spinoffs that we knew were kind of coming but we didn't have official word on. Like we knew these were going to be a thing. Yeah. On Disney Plus. Yeah. So they don't really need to be like, let's put big movies on there. Yeah. Because they already had content that's deemed comparable to these movies that not everybody cares to see. Yeah. Whereas these series, you pretty much have a big following, you know, of of 
Marvel fans, Star Wars fans, right? So yeah. the general audience is there for them. Yeah, and I also feel like the Disney announcements, the large majority of them, like you said, we already knew about. They were already planned. Mm -hmm. They were already in the works before this pandemic started. Either rumors or announced and they just yeah, had updates. they were going on in like, the background or whatever. And so, um, so then they're like, oh, by the way, this is still happening at some point. That's great, but it, you, they didn't... I don't feel like there was a whole lot of, here's this new thing that we're giving you now. And it felt like the census online was people saying, oh, Disney just destroyed HBO with this news yeah. and the investor meeting. It's a lot of good stuff, mm -hmm. but I don't feel like they destroyed them. I think they are in different positions. Yeah. Um, different target audiences, too. HBO, I think it was very clear they needed the money. Yeah. Whereas Disney... It feels like they don't necessarily need the money as badly, but they yeah. do need the money. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked if some of this was sugarcoating. You know, they felt very confident, like how successful we're doing and how yeah. great we're doing. Yeah. And how much money we're investing because we can. But we've also been seeing the news. Disney is laying off a lot of people. Mm -hmm. A lot of people. They've lost a lot of money. Their stocks have been going down. Obviously, that's just the result of the pandemic. Yeah. Theme parks not being open. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that Disney is in a good position going into this. So yeah. I would not be shocked if a portion of this was them needing to react. But it does also feel like they are not relying on streaming because they seem to be confident, at least publicly, mm -hmm. that they will have a theatrical presence yeah. Still going forward. Yeah. I mean, enough to say we aren't going to worry about giving you shit for free. We're yeah. going to charge you still. Yeah. I mean, not everything's being charged premium, but some things they are saying, hey, this is still a premium thing. You yes. will be paying extra on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, but there really weren't even that many of those, to be honest. I, just one, as I could, as far as I can recall. one specific one that was mentioned, there may be some that we, mm -hmm. that were understood, but. But, None of the huge things. But if Black Widow does hit streaming because of a further complication yeah. in releasing it, it will definitely be getting a price tag on it. There's no way they're giving that for free, right? Of course. I felt like uh, the Warner Brothers deal was quality over quantity. Like they were trying to offer people the chance to see all of their big fucking deal movies. Mm -hmm. Whether they could go to the theater or not. And well, I, I feel like Disney has quantity and quality because yeah, they, yeah, yeah. it I, depends on the properties, right? Yes. Marvel and Star Wars look like they have some good quality stuff. Yes. But they do have quantity as well. Yeah, uh, I didn't mean that the Disney stuff wasn't good. It's just it seemed like of the things that were new, right? I'm using air quotes, mm -hmm. everyone. Of the things that were actually new, it seemed like it was quantity over quality. Because all of the big fucking deal things, yeah, they're fucking cool. There's going to be some quality stuff. But we already knew those were happening. Those weren't a new change that they made in response to the pandemic. Yeah, okay. Like like we said, <clears throat> Fantastic Four was really the only new yes. theatrical movie yes. that was announced as a Marvel thing. Yes. Everything else we knew about, yes. right? Yes. Uh, shows. There was only three shows we didn't know about. Yeah. For uh, Disney Plus. Secret Invasion, Ironheart, and Armor Wars, I guess. Yes. Well, okay. I guess we also didn't know about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah, yeah. But that's like a one-time thing anyway, so. Yeah. It's not truly a series. 
And then some of the other stuff, like, we knew about it as rumors or suspicions, but they weren't confirmed, and then this was a confirmation, and that's great. But I just felt like, in general, it seemed on the surface like Disney blew uh, Warner Brothers out of the water because of the sheer quantity of shit. Mm -hmm. But if you look closely at what that stuff is, yes, it's a lot of cool things, but it really, if you count the number of triple a titles i don't know how you describe that for yeah. non-games <laughs> basically we're looking at blockbuster titles versus tv shows well and again yeah like they had yeah. a lot of stuff that's gonna hit disney plus but yeah. it doesn't feel like it's gonna be something that like the most the the general people won't care about right? yeah like, exactly i'm probably not gonna watch cheaper by the dozen yeah i'm not even gonna, though it's my favorite that. movie yeah <laughs> um you know, I, there's things that I'm not going to go watch. Yeah, I don't give a watch. fuck about three men there's, and a there, baby. There's stuff it's... for certain ages, right? They're, they're going to have a yeah. variety. They have variety to cover all yeah. age groups. Yeah. Is what they have. Yeah. So I feel like this was maybe timed in such a way that it was viewed as a response to the HBO situation. But I don't really consider it a true response. I don't think it is because yeah. it takes a lot to prep a investor meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, they're... They've probably been working on this for weeks. They they maybe yeah. they maybe had tweaks in there. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if like maybe Fantastic Four was thrown in there. Yeah, uh, because they were doing it, yeah. but it wasn't like they didn't plan to have anything really big to say. But they're like, well, you know what? It's not going to hurt us to just say Fantastic Four. Yeah, because we'll get it's going to get the social media yeah. all fucking in a roar. Yeah, and that'll help the investors feel confident. Yeah, you know, um, stuff like that. I'm sure was a thing. Hocus Pocus two. I'm not expecting a whole lot. That's like a lower budget thing. I'm assuming. You know. Sister Act 3, I feel like these are just things that they're bringing properties in that they have access to, but they're not really doing a whole lot with... They're not going to make big movies. Not that Sister Act was ever a big movie. Right, right. (laughs) Um, What I feel was really lacking, and they kind of covered it with the international side, with the star stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I saw much that really addressed what is their plan as far as the adult side of their streaming service. I know Hulu is basically that. Mm-hmm. They did announce the Alien show, mm-hmm. which is an FX thing, so it's yeah. not really technically even Hulu. Yeah. Um. You know, are we gonna are we gonna see a, a R rated Deadpool three? Is it gonna be PG thirteen? What are they gonna do about the content that they have? The X Men movies, all these things that they can't necessarily show or works with their brand. Mm-hmm. You know, how are they gonna divide that from? What they want to be family friendly and what they want to have to appease the audience who is older, who doesn't have kids, who right. wants to see that stuff. Yeah. And they can make money on. So I guess I was a little disappointed in that. And obviously I'm not an investor, so they don't really give a fuck what I think. But <laughs> like who? I was surprised there was no real tackle of that issue because there was rumors even like a week or two before about there being some big plan for adult rated content on Mm -hmm. disney plus right and of course it would be as simple as having profile whatever the hell controls controls exactly like it's not something that they couldn't do Mm -hmm. um so i really do hope that they plan that at some point if it's not going to be this year further down the line yeah it's probably something in the pipeline you know obviously they're coming out with alien for fx right yeah you have all those movies you're sitting on where are those going to go you're just going to put them on hulu yeah, probably. It's an interesting question, though. Also, just to throw this in there, mm-hmm. take the MCU route with fucking Alien franchise. Make it a Predator franchise as well. Yeah. 
and tie those together and give us Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. What is fucking wrong with you, Disney? Get this shit in order. Yeah. All right, that's it. I think we're good, right? Yeah, that's is, it. Is there anything else you want to say I about... I think we covered literally everything. Yeah, I'm sorry. We took way too long. <laughs> well, I hope everybody listening has enjoyed this and gotten their fill of the Disney Investor Day rundown. If you enjoyed the show... Check us out on Facebook. We have a group called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. You can interact with us all week long. You can also follow us on Twitter at DTFPod or find us on our website at DTFCast.com. If you don't mind, we would really appreciate it if you leave us a review on your favorite podcast service. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, give us a rating, a review, just to uh, spread the word, get more people aware of us. Um, you can even send us direct feedback or content requests to our email at dtfpod at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you. And of course, don't forget to check back for our regularly scheduled episode with the rest of our content of movies, TV, and games. That'll be episode 71. 71. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that'll be up in a few days. Yes. So if you enjoyed this episode of the Disney Investor <laughs> Breakdown... Invest in the DTF and leave a review. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate your investment. Share, like, listen. Is that a thing? It is Sounds now. Sounds like a fucking thing, It is right? now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the live, love, laugh. lost. Laugh. laugh. Yeah. The other L. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it for episode not quite 71. <laughs> 70.5. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>